You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th, hosted by Kevin Hart. The seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening, rugby fans. Welcome to episode 141 of the DNVR Rugby Podcast. My name is Colton Strickler. I'm your host. Let's go ahead and jump into the show this week with the breakdown. The breakdown is brought to you by O'Neill's. O'Neill's is the official sportswear supplier to the biggest teams in world rugby, Infinity Park, and the American Raptors. Shop apparel now at O'Neill's.com. That's O-N-E-I-L-L-S.com. So go ahead and start off by talking about what's going on with the American Raptors. If you've been paying attention, they just lost last Saturday to the Canada West Selects, 40-17 to in British Columbia. Um, if you listened to the show last weekend, you'll know that this was a different kind of match. Raptors essentially played two halves against two separate teams, so uh, just kind of combined the score of each of those halves, and, and that was the match. So not only did they get a fresh opponent each half, which is a big advantage in and of itself, um, they also weren't at full strength heading up to Canada. I know they had a couple guest players fill in from that Seattle team that they beat up on a week or two prior. So um, kind of weird. I know if I talked to a lot of guys on the team that said if they had taken their whole team and they played, you know, the same roster for an entire match that they feel like they would have won, they jumped out to an early 12 nothing lead, and then they found themselves down at the half and only mustered up one more try after that. So uh, that's how you get to that 40-17 to score line. So really just kind of like a weird match all around. But I think it was some good work. I'll talk a little bit more about that when we get into the mailbag portion of the show. Uh, but nothing to hang their heads about. And another cool opportunity and a cool experience. Go up to Canada, um, play rugby, one of the most beautiful places in the world. I'm not sure if you watch the stream, but the pitch looked really awesome. Um, and, the, and they did play some good rugby. Just a, I think part of his exhaustion, uh, ball looked wet. And then again, you don't have your full team and you're you're playing against a fresh set of legs every every break, so uh, that does make a difference. Moving into this weekend, the Raptors were supposed to have a match against Life West on Saturday at Infinity Park. Sounds like Life West had some travel issues, so Saturday's match has been canceled, um, which might not be the worst thing in the world because it's supposed to be pretty, pretty crappy here in Denver this weekend with some snow and stuff. So the next chance to see the Raptors play live and in the flesh will be next Saturday, May 28th, at Infinity Park as they take on the Los Angeles Giltinis Academy. Uh, so that's kind of what's going on with the Raptors. 
across the board, you can see David still in action again with the USA Sevens this weekend in France. And then Caleb Geiger for Rugby United New York, or Rugby New York, whatever they're calling themselves now. Um, he's been playing some good rugby over the last couple of weeks, scored a couple of tries this week, or these last couple of weeks, excuse me. Uh, got one this weekend, got to go up his old friend, uh, Tani Tupos in town playing with the Seawolves. Um, so, so Caleb, I know he's catching a lot of people's eyes, uh, which is good to see. So it's good to see the Raptors moving on to do other stuff. Uh, that kind of does it for the breakdown, though. I don't really have anything else to add. Um, so we'll go ahead and move into all of the rugby you can watch this weekend. All of the rugby you can watch this weekend is brought to you by Wintergreen. Wintergreen loves rugby and wants to support USA Rugby's mission of uniting an inclusive, passionate rugby community to grow the sport of rugby in America. Wintergreen's gels, creams, sprays, and soaks are made with wintergreen oils and other therapeutic natural oils that help to soothe and support sore muscles and joints to keep you at your best. Visit wintergreensport.com to purchase the products you need to help you prepare to win. So we got a full slate of rugby this weekend. Uh, we'll start off with Major League Rugby Round 16. We've got the New England Free Jacks at the Toronto Arrows tonight. That's Thursday at 5 p.m., so you already know how that one ended by the time you're listening to this show. Houston Sabre Cats at Old Glory, D.C. on Saturday at 11 a.m. L.A. Giltinis at the Dallas Jackals on Saturday at 6 p.m. San Diego Legion at Nola Gold on Saturday at 6 p.m. on Fox Sports 2. Austin Gilgronies at Utah Warriors on Saturday at 8 p.m. And then Rugby ATL at Rugby United New York on Sunday at 1 p.m. Catch all those matches besides San Diego at New Orleans on the Rugby Network. That San Diego at New Orleans, of course, is on Fox Sports 2, as I mentioned. Uh, we got HSBC World Rugby 7 Series in France. You can catch the men's and women's teams in action all weekend on Peacock. I believe that stuff gets rolling on Friday, so make sure you tune into that. We've got the Allianz Premier 15s. we got Saracens Women versus Harlequins Women on Saturday at 7 a.m., Exeter Chiefs women versus Bristol Bears women on Saturday at 9.30 a.m. Um, you can catch both those match on Premier15s.com. Premiership Rugby, we have Bristol Bears versus Exeter Chiefs on Friday at 12.45 p.m. Wasps versus Sale Sharks again on Friday at 12.45 p.m. We have Bath versus London Irish, Newcastle versus Leicester, Harlequins versus Gloucester. Uh, all three of those matches are on Saturday at 8 a.m. And then Saracens versus Northampton on Saturday at 10.30 a.m catch all of those matches on peacock we got the boys high school national championships presented by major league rugby on thursday friday and saturday at 10 a.m on flow rugby so tune in if you're looking to watch some high school stuff uh, we got the club national championships on friday saturday and sunday on the rugby network you have the chance to see the denver barbarians the colorado gray wolves and queen city uh, a couple denver teams showing out in the national championships again on the rugby network so just keep it locked on rugby network all weekend and super rugby pacific we have the fijian drew versus crusaders on friday at 12 35 a.m moana pacifica versus queensland reds on friday at 3 15 a.m western force versus chiefs on friday at 10 05 p.m melbourne rebels versus hurricanes on saturday at 12 35 a.m blues versus brumbies on saturday at 3 15 a.m and then Waratahs versus Highlanders on Saturday at 9.05 p.m. Again, you can catch all of those matches on flowrugby.com. So you got quite the quite the spread of rugby this weekend. You should not be bored. Uh, stay inside, get out of the snow, and watch some good rugby. Let's go ahead and jump into the mailbag portion of the show. This mailbag is brought to you by Guard Lab. 
Join the MouthGuard revolution with American-made mouthguards that perform, protect, and recover. For more information, visit GuardLab.com. So, jumping in the mailbag portion of the show now. Remember, you can send in mailbag questions on DNVR. If you want to comment on a post, you can DM me on Twitter. You can ask me on Twitter. Um, if you reach out, I'll give you my email address. So you write me a letter. However you want to get questions from me, you can do it. I've got a couple that have come in over the last couple of weeks, so we'll go ahead and answer them now. So the first one, hey, Colton, USA versus Chile, uh, July 16th at Infinity Park, final Rugby World Cup qualifier for the United States. Are you guys going to host maybe? Might be fun to get the DNVR crew down there to see some meaningful competitive rugby. Cheers. Uh, I would love nothing more than get the DNVR crew out to Infinity Parks for the Rugby World Cup qualifier in July. That would be awesome. Definitely going to try to make something happen. We have something fun in the works uh, with a couple of the guys from DNVR that was actually supposed to take place this weekend at the Life West match. But as I mentioned, the Life West match is canceled. Uh, so uh, another question I guess I'll answer as we get a little bit down further through the mailbag. Um, expect to see some more DNVR crossover stuff, I guess, with rugby, which is exciting. And I'm pumped up to see how it all turns out. Um, and, and the timeline remains to be seen, but it will be fun. So hopefully by the time that the, the DNVR guys do come out and watch some rugby, uh, they get the bug just like everybody else does. And then we have a big party on July 16th at Infinity Park or something. But love the idea. Thank you for the question. Certainly something I'm going to work on, and, and hopefully we can make something shake with that. So next question, how do you measure a successful American Raptors season? This is an interesting question because it does become harder to quantify success when you aren't playing towards something or for a championship like the American Raptors are. They're not in a league, uh, which might have curbed some of these problems with uh, getting matches. You know, people wouldn't be able to bail so easily um, like that happened this weekend. Um, but it is an interesting question, like I'm saying, because they aren't playing for something. They're not playing to win a title. They're not playing to raise a trophy at the end of the year. They're not playing to be at the top of the table you know, when this certain date rolls around, they're, they're very literally just playing to get better. And so, while it might not be the answer you want, I think that's how you measure it, is if you look at the American Raptors, uh, you look at the work they do as a team, and then you look at the players as individuals, are they getting better at rugby? Are they becoming a better rugby team? And I asked American Raptors head coach Paul Emmerich the same question when I talked to him on the podcast back in February, and he mentioned something similar. Like, he, he said something about, you know, wins and losses are always important, um, but a true measuring stick for this program because it is so unique it is what kind of opportunities is it creating for the players in here? Are these players getting to go on to MLR? Are they getting to the USA 7 circuit? Are they, uh, you know, are they getting opportunities overseas? Um, and, and you're seeing some of that, you know, in the last year or so that this has been around. You are seeing some of that stuff, which I think is a good sign. But I think another another way to measure the success of this program is by the type of players it attracts and by the other athletes that are coming in here. And are they, you know, being able to maintain a steady pipeline of players, uh, you know, to come in and play rugby. And I think this is something I talked on the podcast again a couple of weeks ago. Uh, maybe I could have been on something else too. I don't really remember right off the top of my head. But the the way that the recruiting cycle works with some of the guys that they're getting in here is does not necessarily line up with, you know, standard rugby season. So rugby in the United States always starts late winter, early spring. Um, and obviously some of the guys that they're looking at are not done with whatever they're doing at, by that point in time. So um, that's why you see this influx of, of signings 
towards middle end of May because that's usually when opportunities have kind of dried up. Um, teams, whether it be NFL or some of these offshoot spring football leagues or whatever it is, you know that that players are are looking to get into, those are kind of set by this point in time. So now you kind of are are really seeing the guys that are left without um, a realistic chance to get to what they want to do. So uh, that that could be why you see a lot of these guys signing right now. If you look back to last year, that's kind of when you know everybody else signed too. You had a lot of good players come in right towards the middle end of May because that's when they kind of realized like, okay. What I was hoping to do is not looking realistic anymore. This is the opportunity I have now, and they make the jump. So we've had close to 10, I think, guys signed in the last couple of weeks, which is good. Um, so I think that's like another way that you measure this, though. Long story short, try to wrap this up a little bit. Um, and they have done a good job of keeping that steady pipeline of players. A couple times this year, I know they've been – worried about being short on bodies due to injuries and stuff like that. But I think that's just kind of the nature of the beast until this really starts to get rolling. Um, and that's just kind of the reality of the situation. So uh, I think, too, you know, kind of playing off that, where you really see the growth is in the fall. And I think that's important because if you are playing rugby in the MOR, you're not playing rugby in the fall. You have to kind of find other other teams to go play for. You have to find matches yourself. And, um you know, training very literally year-round, like having access to a gym year-round, practicing rugby as much as I can, you know, year-round in one central location with, you know, a steady supply of the same people uh, does wonders for growth, and that's that's kind of what the American Raptors have been able to do, you know, through these first 18 months that they've been around. So um, I think that's how you measure success ultimately, though. Wins and losses, of course, uh, opportunities that players are getting. I think – I think that you, in a weird way, I think you can include those football opportunities in that um, because it just shows that, you know, rugby is good for anything you want it to be, right? It could be the vehicle for whatever you want to do. If you're trying to make it back to play football, come play rugby for a little bit. It's only going to make you a better athlete. It's going to make you more physical. It's going to make you a better tackler, ball carrier, all that good stuff. Um, so in a weird way, I do think that counts. Um, and then, you know, another measure of success is just by the, the type of players that are coming in and the athletes that are coming through. Uh, so hopefully that answers the question. Thank you for that one. Next question, who do you think will win the MLR final? So mixing in a couple of MLR questions. Um, when I did the podcast with Joe Harvey a couple of weeks ago, I, I, think the, I said I think the Giltinis are going to win, and I honestly think that they're going to take care of business again this year. Uh, they just seem like a team that can flip the switch and win games whenever they want to. And I think that's going to be the case again this year. And, and I know they have dealt with a little bit more injury problems than they have in the past, but I've already seen, you know, like a fly half's position they've been short on, but there was already some rumors floating around in the Twitterverse and the Rugby Network verse about, you know, Quade Cooper coming over and, and fixing their fly half problem. So I just think they can kind of do whatever they want. They kind of play with their food. Um, and, and I think they're going to take care of business again this year when – you know, when it comes down to it, I just don't think Austin's going to be able to beat them if that's end up, you know, who ends up playing for the MLR, uh, excuse me, the Western Conference final. And I know that New England's been playing tough all year. They're what, up to 10 games on the bounce now. They've won 10 in a row. Um, but I think the last game they lost was to the Giltini. So just something to keep in mind. Hopefully they, I mean, you would hope that they would have a, a chip on their shoulder and we're out for a bit of revenge if that's who ends up meeting in the final. Um, but I just think the Giltinis are, are going to get it done again this year. 
Uh, I would love to be proven wrong, so we'll just have to wait and see. Thank you for the question. Moving into the next question, I think Dallas steals a win in their last two matches. I don't. Uh, again, talked about this with Joe Harvey a little bit a couple of weeks ago. Uh, would be something, though. They close the season against the L.A. Giltinis and the Utah Warriors. Uh, so maybe maybe they catch Utah playing some younger guys or something, can steal a win in the finale, but I seriously doubt it. Uh, and then with L.A., you know, it wouldn't wouldn't surprise me, honestly, if the Giltinis beat the Jackals by 100. And I don't mean to say that to be mean, but I think if you look at the way that the score lines are trending, that's not out of the realm of possibility. Because uh, Dallas, you know, they're just, it's just everything that has gone wrong for them has. It's been Murphy's Law, you know, whether it's off the field injury stuff, on the field injury stuff, no cohesiveness, their coach couldn't make it in. Uh, they're signing guys left and right. I feel like every week they sign a new player to fill a hole. I saw somebody online make a joke about how big their team picture was just because of how many people have played matches for them this year. They had to order like a whole another roster's worth of jerseys to fill in those, you know, all those players that have come played for them in the in that team picture. Uh, so I'd love to see them win. It's not good for the league to have a team go winless. Um, and, and it would be the second time ever that a team goes through an entire MLR season without winning a match. So I'm rooting for Dallas. Hopefully they can – I mean, wouldn't it be something if they upset L.A. this weekend uh, or if they still won at the, in the final against the Warriors who have nothing else to play for, so maybe they take their foot off the gas a little bit. That's what I'm rooting for. I just don't see a world in which that happens. So thank you for the question. Last question I'll get to before we move into the rest of the show what does the rest of 2022 look like for the American Raptors? So last match they have on their schedule is next week against Giltini's Academy at Infinity Park that I was talking to you about. Uh, but I've heard something else is in the works going to be happening in June that I'm pretty sure will be announced soon. So keep your eyes peeled for that announcement. It's supposed to be really cool. Um, if you kind of put the pieces together, if you follow the breadcrumbs, it's not going to be super surprising just based on what's happened in the last, you know, six, seven months. Um, and that's all I think I'm allowed to say about it. Um, but it will be taking place at Infinity Park in June. Uh, and I'm excited to dive more into it when we cross that bridge. So keep your eyes peeled for that. And I think that about does it for all the questions for the mailbag this week. So, again, thank you to everybody that submitted questions. I like doing mailbags every so often. Um, I think it's good to kind of, you know, work your brain muscles and think about some stuff that you don't normally think about. So thanks for that. Go ahead and move into the required reading portion of the show. Well, we would if we had any. Um, the required reading would be brought to you by Gilbert as the official rugby supplier of the American Raptors. Visit worldrugbyshop.com to grab all your Gilbert rugby gear. No required reading this week. You know, nothing really caught my eye. Nothing grabbed my attention. Um, and I'm sure there will be some interesting stuff to read as we make our way through the last, you know, couple weeks of MLR. If you really want something to read, make sure you go check out my MLR grab bags that I've been writing every week. Um, those have been fun to do, kind of looking at some of the, the, the different things in MLR, some of the stuff that makes it fun. Uh, so go check that out on the dnvr.com. Click the Rugby tab. It's all free. Uh, we'll go ahead and move into Stat of the Week. Stat of the Week is presented by Catapult. Catapult is committed to making the performance technology available to athletes at all levels, whether it's the biggest teams and organizations in world sport or amateur rugby players. Catapult helps monitor performance like the pros. For more information, visit catapultsports.com. So this week, stat of the week I got for you guys uh, has to do with American Raptors' performance at Canada West Selects last weekend. So Caleb Rep, 
and Watson Felicitonga both made 16 tackles in the loss to the Canada West Selects last weekend. That's a whole bunch of tackles. Um, and and kind of going back to that first or second mailbag question, I don't remember which one it was off the top of my head right now. Um, the type of athletes that are coming in, Watson's a traditional rugby player. Caleb Rep's not. Caleb Rep played tight end at Utah State, um, and he's out there making a whole bunch of tackles. I've heard good things about Caleb. He seems to be picking it up, especially in this spring. Um, he was kind of getting the hang of things last fall, didn't make the trip to Uruguay, but this spring he's come on like gangbusters, um, and, and he's making a bunch of tackles, and he's working really hard. He, I think he's got one try at least this year. Um, so it's cool to, to see him getting the hang of things. And, again, this is a tight end at Utah State, um, and then he's out here making 16 tackles in a rugby match. So just goes to show the type of talent that's out there. Just take some time to find them and then mold them into rugby players. So that's the stat of the week. Go ahead and close the show with the loop. First Bank is the official banking partner of Infinity Park. They believe in banking for good, doing their best to do right by their customers, communities, and employees banking for good member fdic still haven't got my madison hughes piece done i've been feeling a little bit under the weather today not sure if you could tell by the way this podcast sounds um but yeah this week's kind of buried me a little bit hopefully i'm on the mend though so once i'm feeling a little bit better i will get that madison hughes piece knocked out so stay tuned for that first place you will see that when it goes live is on twitter so follow along with everything we've got going on at dnvr rugby on twitter at dnvr underscore rugby and at colton strickler that's where you can find me that's where you can submit mailbag questions that's where you can see everything that we've got going on everything we're pushing out that's a place to be um and we're slowly but surely creeping up towards that thousand follower mark which has been cool to see so make sure if you don't follow please do uh that does it for the show this week so thank you so much for listening this is the first time you've listened uh, hopefully you drop uh you subscribe leave me a five-star review if you feel so inclined i would really appreciate it um but thank you for listening hope you had a great week hope you have a great weekend enjoy all the matches this weekend stay out of the snow and i'll catch you all back here next friday